0: With Daniel Harris, Vick Warlock, George Romero, Kate Hart, Robert England, Ronnie Blakely, and you're listening to Demon Demon Horror of Texas. Texas, With your hosts, Jeff, Nathan, and Ralph. You gotta be fucking kidding.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Deep in the Heart, Texas. This is Jeff. This is Nathan. And we're here again for another part of our Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. Uh, In this episode, we'll be covering Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake from Platinum Dunes, which came out in... Uh, October 17, 2003. And then we're also going to cover the 2006
0: Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Prequel, The Beginning.
1: Oh man, can't wait to get to that one. Um,
0: For those wondering where Ralph is, he is... uh, on a quest delivering the heart of Tefifi. <laughs> <laughs> Fifi bag.
1: Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> well, I mean we did uh talk to Ralph and we got uh you know, he went ahead and sent in his, his you know, his little opinions of uh the how he feels about these two films. So uh quick uh, cut to him.
0: Yeah, a good Just set of mouthful. Good points. Yeah. I mm, mean yeah. <laughs> shit. Can't get more more clever than that. <laughs> no, no, and and when you talk to it in that kind of depth, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really more to say. Good night, everybody. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into this. Uh, this one was directed by Marcus Nisbil. Uh, it starred D D D D Jessica Biel. Sorry, Jonathan Tucker, Eric men, Michael Vogel, and a bunch of other people I don't fucking know except Arlie Ermy. He's the only one that that kind of I'm familiar with besides Jessica Biel. You could, oh, oh yeah. She's beautiful oh, in this movie. God. That, I mean, the, uh,
1: the time and the vibe it really suited her well to like, man, just rock the wardrobe. She was hot. But the Pepper Chick, too, she was
0: gorgeous. Yeah, that's Erica Learson. Leers- Learson. 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 You got to have a lisp to say it. Oh. <laughs> what did you think about the new Leatherface? Because um, the dude. I digged him.
1: I mean, he's I... He's menacing. I, Andrew Bryanarski, Yeah. Yeah, Bryanarski, whatever. Uh, he's huge. Yeah, he's like a fucking pro wrestler. Six huge. foot five. This guy's yeah. just like... He's man. a tank. He's like when we talk about uh, fucking... What's his name? Friday 13th remake, which Nispel also...
0: Oh, yeah, fucking... Directed, um, um, so why am I... I know, I know. I just totally f- brain farted. He has Alpecia. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Derek Mears.
0: Derek Mears.
1: Yeah. Because they're both so... they're. It was just perfect typecasting menacing.
0: character actor. I don't know. They're, they're perfect. Dude, menacing. like, And, you know, it, it's funny because I, I kind of feel that they put, like, a belly suit on him. Because this guy's ripped. Yeah. But they made him look pudgy. This guy's awesome. This guy's huge. But I was watching uh, behind the scenes with him, and God, is he a douchebag. How so? He's just, he's dorky. I remember <laughs> him in, like,
1: this old movie, uh, The Programme.
0: There's oh was yeah like, James
1: Caan. he was all roided out in that movie and yeah. all stuff he was the one like, trying to hide that he was using the steroids oh, God. yeah good I was luck with like, that it's <laughs> <was> like God <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ he just took the luferigno pill Dude. fuck
0: you Luferigno. look oh, wait, please wait. get your hand out of my face and stop calling me Hulk I'm a person okay <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny <laughs> <laughs> I what I really liked about this uh, right off the bat. They brought back John Laroquette to fucking do the Which opening is credit scroll.
1: Yeah, he, did, he does work in this one in the beginning. At the very end of the beginning, he does like... Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. he does like that, the yeah They
0: were never apprehended. Yeah, the yeah. ending scroll, the Texas
1: Chainsaw Massacre.
0: Yeah. Like, cool. Larroquette. Yeah, I mean, he only was in the first one, and the rest of the narrators fucking suck. Yeah. They like use like the coming soon guy. On August 18th, 1973, there yeah. was a person. See? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, you got a cigar sitting there? Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See? 1973. See. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hardesty, in right. Mm. <laughs> it was like one of the soprano actors. Oh, <laughs> Bada bing. <laughs> hey, Bada Bing, fruitcake. There's uh, some chainsaw motives going on over and here. And cut the black. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh no, man. The the guy that I was uh really impressed with throughout this movie was Marcus Nisbill. Yeah. His directing and his cinematography work, you know, just his vision was fucking outstanding. Um, I figured this guy would go on to do just, it'd be like the next James Wan, but instead he kind of fizzled out. He did this and then he did a uh, uh, Frankenstein 2004 yeah. sucked. Pathfinder sucked. The Conan. And they did Friday Thirteenth remake, which I really yeah, like. I and really you can it. see similarities. Oh, and,
1: a, he had a great style and, and look for that. He's
0: got a new one called Exeter coming up. I don't uh, think two, oh no, not coming up. That was his last fucking film. I'm I, don't think I
1: I. I've, I know the poster art. I just never saw the film. I don't think I've, I've sat down and watched that one. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Super I mean, for being a 2015, you think we? caught Wow, it I didn't catch this at all.
0: Stephen Lang. Oh, I fucked up. I gotta watch this. <laughs> You're like, Loonhouse? I gotta sit down and watch this. Yeah, I've got to watch it now. I mean. Uh I love Steven Lane. Yeah, it looks fun. I mean for, for... I'm about to crash another potty. <laughs> for those that don't know, that's a uh, hard way joke. Which is not awesome. a hard on joke, a hard way <laughs> joke.
1: That's a different <laughs> kind of joke.
0: <laughs> that's I'm about to show up to a party.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um what what took me off guard with this one is totally the look. I mean, we were dealing with Steven Sodenberg's traffic and stuff like that. And what I loved about this Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, remake, reboot that Platinum Jims brought us was, one, it was one of the first like solid remakes, and then two, the look of the film, it had like this really fun, uh, high contrast, weird saturation. Yeah. It had a great feel for the time. And I remember seeing that trailer. It had a really unique song. Um, I forget the, the song that was actually played. I think it was uh, Every Breath You Take. No, I think it was uh, uh, "Songs of the Siren" or something
0: like that.
1: They, that's what The, the girl Someone's sings on. it. And it's really beautiful because you see all this, like, you know, you see the Texas landscape, all the fields and stuff. You see the the guy and the girl, they're, you know, they're looking at each other like um, uh, Eric Balfour and uh, uh, Jessica Biel. And they're doing these long looks and all that stuff. It really captures the, the time. And then you get that quick shot of the girl, the hitchhiker girl.
0: Did you notice they used the exact same insert for the van? Oh, did not they? Yeah, that wide... Oh, that shot wide shot. That awesome. they're driving through. Yeah, in the first one, they stopped for the Hitchhiker. But this one, it's the they almost it. exact same shot. And it's just them passing through. That's awesome. And that's because the cinematographer on this was the original cinematographer. I remember we talked about that when we did the original. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That they reused him. Yeah, he's uh, he does a oh, Man, he's got great camera work. Yeah. Because this film is beautiful to it, look at. It's beautiful. It's uh, it's top notch. I mean, it was made for $9 million. It made $109 million. So... Right off the bat, you know, at at this point in time, what, 2003, I said? Yeah. Um, This point in time, we were getting a lot of the J-horror remakes for America. Yeah. Uh, You know, Ring, uh, Grudge. like Those were all, like, what, 98, 99, 2000. You know, the Scream series died out. Friday was pretty much fizzled. Halloween was fizzled. Nightmare was fizzled. So it was like when they announced... Let, let me ask you this. What was your original feelings when they announced this movie? Uh, I was a little apprehensive because I was like, one, do we need the remake?
1: But like I said, when I saw that teaser, I was really kind of hyped up for it. I got mm-hmm. excited. Yeah.
0: I mean, the, the remake, oh, leave it alone craze didn't hit me for this one. Yeah. Because this was like the first one. It was like, oh, well, they're revamping it. I'll check that out. Yeah. It wasn't like like nightmare, like, oh, just leave it alone. But like. I I went and saw this opening day. Oh, me too. Yeah, you were there. Theater. Cool. Because um, if we go back, my hair. Let's do it. Were you happy
1: to see this like an actual Texas Chainsaw Massacre in theater? Absolutely,
0: I was a big fan of one, two, and three. Yeah, I didn't see four till my twenties. Yeah, I feel like it like kind of slipped by us. Yeah, I was kinda like, ah. it was just kind of like ah, go straight to video. I think of it.
1: Was, you know, I
0: don't know. I don't know when I saw part four. That movie. <laughs> listen to our last podcast on that one um no it's uh it was something that i was welcome to because uh the remake of psycho gus van zance i was a fucking fan of i know and i don't I, know why everybody hated that everybody movie. i mean I, even to this
1: day i hear a lot of grief like nobody wants to see a shot for shot one but i I thought it was gorgeous i appreciated it yeah i mean i i it didn't take away from the original If nothing. anything, it was like it was know. the exact same fucking movie yeah It was like would you shit on like your, you know, like I understand your favorite band might like write this awesome song, but Out Boy. It's neat, to hear. <laughs> but it's neat to every now and then hear a cover song.
0: Yeah, I mean they're paying homage to it, you know. What it seems to me is it's another one of your favorite bands doing a cover of another band that you're a big fan of. Exactly. I, and like I, I go to the Rancid No Effects BYOB series where they did seven of each other's songs. That's cool. And I was just like, her! So like when Gus Van ant release really psycho and me i love old black and white horror and we I love, love Gus psycho didn't. yeah i love like Gus drugstore Scent. cowboy oh dude yeah my private idaho I mean, yeah there's a lot of he's classic a, he's a great fucking director so when he's you know dipped his toe in the horror genre i was like fuck yes like what what do you got dude being uh the original psycho i'm a fucking huge fan of um you know obviously i didn't see that in theaters it was just a twinkle in my dad's eye but Knowing that that was coming out, I went and saw that opening day, and I appreciated the shit out of it. It wasn't until, like, the internet came around that it got, like, I didn't understand the severity of the backlash. Like, I was just like, wait, people thought that was a bad movie? It got a 30%? What the fuck is this? Like, I didn't, I never watched Siskel and Ebert, you know, so I didn't know all the... The boos for Yeah the critics reviews And stuff like that So I think that was 98 Mm -hmm. So when this came out In 2003 I still didn't uh, You know Hear all the backlash Or the boo hisses From the horror community And I saw this I absolutely fucking Loved what I was seeing And then You know When I started getting online And shit Everybody's just like Boo And I'm like
1: like, Oh so it's a horrible 98 Don't touch the original And I'm
0: like we needed it. it, it Have was, you not seen the last one? It was like in the 50s, right? What? The original Psycho? 61. 61 or 62. Gotcha.
1: Well, either way, I was like, it, it, it's not like it's like, oh, you just shitted on a film like that just came out yesterday. You
0: know? No, I, I was talking about this. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, because like, you know, the inter- AOL Online, I was not a part of. Like, <laughs> until Google popped up, I wasn't really a part of the internet. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, I never went online. I was too busy in bands and working and shit. Gotcha. Now I podcast, band, work full time, full time to <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, um I I didn't I didn't see anything wrong with doing this. It needed a new kick in the ass. And while this follows the same premise as the original, not a lot changed. Um I think just uh hyping up this you know <laughs> hitchhiker. Yeah.
1: You know, they, no, I think when they overhauled the the style, that's what this film needed. It needed a different take, you know? It played a stronger um it wasn't just style over substance because the substance was always there. As long as you stay true that the chainsaw massacre and you don't divert into, you know, utter satire of like what next generation did and stuff like that. You have all the right tools to play around in this playground. Yeah. And yeah, when they introduced a hitchhiker, you expected maybe a Sawyer member, but it was totally right. spun off. It was a survivor that escape the house and when she pulls that gun from out of herself (laughs) you're just like you're taken back you know how are you walking around with a 30 fucking god and then she just blows her head
0: and i love that camera shot shot. Yes. that shot was beautiful is immediately what made me comfortable yeah because at the beginning sweet home alabama play i fucking hate when they play sweet home alabama (laughs) in movies i'm like can we not get something else from that timeline yeah these guys don't now they're wearing. she's wearing a cowboy hat. And he's kind of like a trucker looking. Yeah, they probably would be listening to that. But look, I, I, Sweet I'm Home Alabama. so tired of when we get a 60s, 70s movie, they play the same fucking songs. Yeah. Hello, Dr. Smile, friend. Oh, or stuff. it'll be Sweet Home Alabama. Or it'll be like. You have to know how to play Alabama. it right. Like an almost
1: famous when they sing "Tiny Dancer" and stuff exactly. like that. Exactly. You use it Perfect. in the right places to embrace a scene, not just to compliment it with, you know, pop yeah. or whatever you want to call it. You well, know? like when this movie
0: starts and they're singing, you know, they're singing it and smoking a joint, and it's kind of fast-paced talking with this guy. But you're like, hey, you know, uh, they they have a, another hitchhiker that we don't see actually get picked up in the film. She's yeah. already in the van um and she's making out with one of the buddies and it and, and like so you're opening into these people is them singing Sweet Home Alabama, a couple getting hot and heavy. And then one guy being like, you know, herpes spreads like one in four. And it's just like, fuck, whatever, dude. I
1: thought that I, that's one of my favorite characters in the movie is the glasses dude. Uh, Jonathan Tucker plays Morgan. Yeah, He was awesome. I don't know. I like I liked the I character. It was like uh, he's like the little smart ass. Well, he, he reminded me of Joseph Gordon Levitt. And I think that was the reason I kind of took the, the character a lot because I thought, oh, cool. He's, he, he kind of reminded me of Levitt. But it was it was neat. I mean, I, I like what he did with the, his character.
0: Yeah, but the, it, it hit me wrong sitting in theaters. Like, you know, just oh. I fucking hate Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Played Crean's Clearwater. I'll, I'll take that any day. Well, that's
1: why you appreciate things like James Gunn and all these other act, uh, directors like uh, Edgar Wright and stuff. The way they use music now in different ways. It's,
0: yeah. It's I mean, a person that's always used music perfectly to me is Tarantino. <laughs> Much and uh Scorsese. Oh yeah, obviously. You no, yeah. Goodfellas, um, just watch that. Yeah, just watch Goodfellas and then, then turn around and watch Casino. I mean, yeah. there's just
1: it perfect, is, yeah.
0: Perfect music for the yeah. time. Um, so when I see this and I see the smart ass and I see that, like I'm worried right off the bat. Totally. But when they pick up that hitchhiker and she pulls the gun out of herself and blows her fucking head off, and the camera goes through the you know, coming from the front seat zooming out going through her head and then her head flops and smokes coming out of her mouth God. oh it was fucking i was just like i i got comfy like good. yeah i like where this is going and, and this is immediately like where i was like this director is going to be the next big thing. i've never seen a shot like that oh before. yeah
1: that was awesome because i was just i was always Amazed by what Stoenberg did with traffic, and when I saw the film, I saw the color palette, and I saw the way it was handled. I was like, "Okay, this is a
0: look." Traffic, Michael Douglas, and yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that and was. I love I the look, look of the film
1: because when you go to the Mexico scenes, it's just so gritty and yeah, brown, and that's castles. why. That's why I loved the, the look, almost of like this film. sepia, and I love it because like Texas on Masquerade needed. I, need it. I they didn't need that, but they did a good job in capturing the tone.
0: You know what they they did well is like this is like West. It seems like West Texas. Yeah, like, Northwest. dirty. Yeah, it's, it's, not calling West West Texas dirty, but it's just saying, like, you know, there's a lot of tumbling, tumbleweed. Yeah, I thing. like
1: those, like, kind of dead towns that you get somewhere in Texas where mm-hmm. you'll be driving the highway. But if you get off, you see a town that maybe has one good plant and it keeps, like, the whole area. 600 people alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's kind if, of funny because you look at cities now like Detroit and stuff where, like, environments literally taking over the city. But this was already like farmland area, so just seeing things not kept right, you get that eeriness of just like you're alone out there.
0: Yeah. I mean they do I mean this town is I know towns like this. Yeah, you know, and it's just like
1: one gas station, one yeah. And the gas station market. Yeah.
0: I ain't stopping. Yeah. <laughs> like there ain't no way. Like, let's just Trying to get back to the highway. Going through Arizona is try to stop in Wikiup. up. we go through Arizona, pass through Wikiup. That is Texas Chainsaw on No, Massacre when you land. get into uh, backwood areas in Canada. Oh, man. I've never been backwood areas Wait, when
1: you're in Montreal and areas like that, when we're traveling between Montreal and, like, Ontario and stuff like that, you get in areas where, like, you're like, fuck, this is
0: just wilderness out here. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And it's laughs> There's just parts like, like that in Washington. But you'll
1: get there and you'll stop at this one gas station and you're like, okay, all that's here is maybe locals and bikers and
0: meth. There you go. yeah I like, Shit. nothing I want yeah <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for weed and coke, <laughs> and maybe some gas, <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> maybe some lavender and dick too
0: I meant the soda you mean pop soda yeah, soda pop-y. poppy, poppy, <laughs> no, but uh yeah, they this chick commits suicide in their van, and let's get to the cops, yeah, we like, need the cops, right. <laughs> hey what do you do in that time like you don't have a cell phone you have to drive with this dead corpse in your fucking yeah man pure hysteria and i love the one airhead dude he's like hmm trying to break the tension he's like "Eh, so that's what brains look like like lasagna really <laughs> and they're just gives, Jessica Beale just turns around and gives doesn't like the one chick have look. like
1: pieces of it in her hair or something? oh yeah I'm it's like, on oh, her, it's her like, shoulder like, when she got so out God, but when the cop shows up and you're greeted by the uh, Mr. Full Metal Jacket himself, Mr. Oh,
0: God bless our well, uh, yeah, they go to meet him because they're like, oh, he's at home getting drunk. And they're like, well, fuck this. Like, if he don't give a shit, why do we? Let's just oh, leave her here. I love that guy. And then fucking, yeah, Arlie pulls up and he steals this movie, man. He's so good. And I good. didn't expect it. I didn't,
1: I mean, you weren't used to it in any of the original films, so this corrupt... Sawyer cop was just really like yeah. you don't see it coming. Hoyt. Mr. Hoyt. Because right. man, when this guy plays his part, he plays a part and he's just brutal and demented and dark, but he's also playing the corruption, he's playing the lie perfectly to get exactly what he needs. You know. he, he walks
0: up and he's like, Oh, look at that. He picks up the gun she killed herself with and he puts it in his holster and yeah. his ankle and it's like and like Morgan gives this look like Yeah, like what this that? doesn't seem right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, I help me wrap this bitch up. <laughs> like, I love that shit, man. And then they, like, start Saran wrapping her head up. And he's like, get a hold of her, goddammit. She ain't going to bite. <laughs> She's dinner in a goddamn doornail. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, as he's wrapping her up, he's like, you know, back in the day, I used to love me wrapping up some of these young honeys. Cop a little field, too. <laughs> <These are dead. laughs> God damn it. Oh. Uh, He's fucking great. And then hey. when he leaves, he's like serve and protect. That's what we do.
1: <laughs> God damn, he's awesome.
0: Dude, he's great. Like he he's so fucking good in this movie. Um, the redesign of the house. Oh, gorgeous. All right. Yeah, totally for it. It was
1: like this weird absent mansion, decrepit,
0: I don't know, it's almost like civil That time. is on the outskirts of Dallas or Austin, one of the two. I think it's
1: somewhere between, yeah.
0: Yeah. But uh you know, it's right up the road from us. We it's could like a go fucking. We could go there, but uh, I hear the owners now are
1: pretty much like, be. "We'll
0: shoot your ass uh, if they we should, catch you on the property." Yeah,
1: that thing, it's a beautiful house. I mean, it's, it's just gorgeous. Fuck the way they depicted it, and then I think the uh, way they filmed it. Because uh, if you notice to it too, like how they did that low shot with Jessica mm-hmm. Biel, it's just like God,
0: it's beautiful. Well, the thing, another thing is, is if you look at the cinematography in this, it's sunny day out, but the house is always in a shadow yeah i don't know how the fuck they pulled that off but it it it's menacing they made the house like a character itself and i love that you did that yeah
1: and with that weird ass uncle in the wheelchair i mean it's cool they took (laughs) monty they took the frank the franklin thing kind of switched it around I Mm -hmm. felt, and i love that because now you have like an enemy as the uh in In the the winter and i thought that was fun
0: yeah it's uh it was cool (laughs) <laughs> when
1: they're helping him up, and he's like
0: groping the chick. I love that to distract her, and God. then fucking, you see your first thing of Leatherface hitting the dude over the head with a hammer. God. Although I was kind of pissed he didn't do the death rattle. It, he did to a little bit, but not like yeah. that first one. Was, tap 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 tap. tap. Uh, they give
1: you so much in the cellar too. Now in this one, it was just like whole, you know, like pure horror. Oh, you know, it's like cellar. fucking gross. That cellar. And the guy, like I said, six foot five, fucking Leatherface.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, Monty's 6'5 too. The guy with no legs. Dude. Really? Yeah. dude, He's I know. a big old fucking boy. God damn. But you know, he's legless in this movie. You get more of it in the beginning. Yeah, he's yeah. legless in this movie. Even and, him and, up. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> fucked up. I love the beginning. But yeah, he uh he he pretty much is like trapping them in there. Yeah. And he's like, you're so dead, you little turd, you don't even know. It. <laughs> I love that shit, dude. Bring it,
1: boy. Boof,
0: <laughs> bring it! <laughs> God, smacking his cane it's on like the a, ground, he's hitting the dinner bill. Leatherface just appears behind. Him. What? God. Fucking! I mate. love the. I mask. love his mask. Yeah, God his mask damn, dude, phenomenal. It's fucking!
1: Oh man, if you see the poster for the beginning, it's mm. literally just a fucking poster, just mask, and you see Leatherface as one of them. Really, it's awesome print. I mean, it's a beautiful poster. I remember when I saw the beginning poster, I was like, "What the fuck? Like, like, where the fuck do you get this one?" And um, when I saw the poster, I was just like, damn, like, this should be a wallpaper. And lo and behold, when you go to the website, it was one of the wallpapers, too. It's like. It's all the masks? It's like 15 or 20 goddamn masks. And one of them is a Sleatherface mask. And oh, it's I like, never saw that. It's a beautiful fucking poster. God damn it. Yeah. Uh,
0: I love the artwork that they did on both these posters. You know, the. The. First, this one is very simple. It's just kind of his nose and cheek. The mask. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, yeah, like, but it's a like blurred shiny. out. And yeah. like,
1: but it's like that's from the actual beginning of the movie when they show like the found footage of mm-hmm. like the cops going to the cellar yeah. to investigate. And I love that they do that because you get that glimpse of like Leatherface being down there and kind of like like rushing the cops and the fucking guy uh, shooting the film.
0: Well, they show the, that part at the end. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah, the first. I thought is, it was at the beginning. No, well, the beginning is just the cop being like, "Okay, we're in the Hewitt house." Gotcha. Blah, blah, blah All right, and then it cuts off, and the movie starts. But then at yeah, at the end, it shows the full found footage. I love that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Cool
1: to, to just have fun with the uh, the idea that he's still out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, oh man, oh man. I I don't mean to sound pervy, but, man, I could watch Jessica Biel run around all fucking day, dude. God, that is a fit, hot woman. Wow. (laughs) Wow, Justin Timberlake is a lucky fucking man.
1: Oh, that's who she's with?
0: Oh, he's been with her for like 15, 12 years or something like that. Nice. He's been with her a long time. And it's like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) of course you would be.
1: (laughs) You don't let that go.
0: That would be something you knock up. The first day. <laughs> oh, that's fucking sick. That's the
1: beginning poster.
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: That's pretty dope, dude. I mean, that's when I wouldn't mind hanging up and framing on the wall.
0: Yeah, that's cool. It's a, kind of a saw motif. That's
1: where I fucked up. Look at the bottom.
0: Oh, that's 3D. Yeah, sorry. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I get them mixed up. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, they, they it all pretty much plays out just like the 74. You know, they go back and forth between... House, you know, to their van, to the house, to the van. And then, you know, Leatherface raises help. The cop's kind of like the cook now. He's kind of like the hunter-gatherer. Yeah. That
1: goes back and forth. And Kills stuff. the meat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, then
1: Leatherface is just kind of like the butcher and stuff. And I love
0: that he took her boyfriend's face off immediately and put it on. It's awesome. It is creepy looking. Yeah. Cause Like you'd see his eyes through it, and it's like, ah, like god. it's, it's fucking unnerving. And I'm glad they had fun with that because in
1: this one, he's more of a he they played to that he was a disfigured, you know, boy, mm-hmm. and then and that's how you kind of hide this. Oh, disfigurement. god, that fat lady, god damn it, he's such a sweet boy. God,
0: <laughs> that mama character plays it perfectly. Oh, yeah. Oh, the wait. The Hewitt mama the or Hewitt mama. the fat lady? No,
1: that's a flat, fat lady. Oh, man. She's terrible.
0: She, Both of them are like. She is horrible to look at. I love it. Like, that bitch needs a wax <laughs> on her face. I understand there might not be enough wax on a candle to wax that <laughs> face, but she's a big lady. Big lady.
1: <laughs> that's a huge bitch. That bitch ain't just. Man, what?
0: Yeah, it takes a lot of eating to get comfortable dude like in that. in part two you see more of her you know yeah. in the the beginning and
1: that's wow. a huge bitch
0: wow yeah when you use her to block a door that'd be the first person you kill yeah <laughs> we ain't gotta fucking worry about killing anybody for a We're year We're gonna <laughs> starve ever again feed a family of six for a year <laughs> off that bitch we can make a bunch of candles too <laughs> oh my god that lady's probably got yeast growing all over her <laughs> like she you know she ain't wiping her ass not not correctly. That is that is bidet high pressured bidet material. <laughs> I bathe after every shit. She fucking shits, white washes her ass and gargles at the same time. Oh, oh god! <laughs> Jesus! Ooh, that's got to be some chunky peanut butter coming out of that thing. I worked with the
1: an engineer, and he said that his uh, buddy was from India, and what he would use is a he gets like a rag, and he would take the ice bucket and fill it with water. He would dip the rag in the water and he would wipe his ass with the rag. So he said he got in there and he's like, it smelled like shit in there. And he looked down and he saw like this kind of dirty ass ice bucket water. And it just made me think about my ice bucket whenever I go to a hotel room now. And it's like, yeah, if you don't use the plastic liner, that's a risk I don't think I'll ever want to take. Because it was just like his... Why wouldn't he shit in the toilet? It was his culture for some reason. Like, either, like the we had a guy from like China or something like that, and he would literally squat on the... He would stand on the toilet seat. To yeah. Shit, yeah. So, well, this guy's culture, I, I don't know what the fuck was to do with a rag on a stick kind of thing. Well, Not even I, toilet paper. I knew I was like, this
0: fucking black Muslim dude, and he always had to have a water ball when he pissed because as soon as he was done peeing, he would pour water on the tip of his penis and clean it. Okay. I'm like, uh, every time? And he's like, oh, well, yeah, it's the godliness factor, you know? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, and he would have to take a break like three times a day to pray. And I'm like, fuck this guy. Like, give me someone new. And that's
1: weird because uh, I, I worked with a guy too that was also Muslim and he didn't do a piss test. He would always uh, request the hair follicle test. Instead, he was just, it was like against mm-hmm. his religion to piss, do a drug screen with the piss. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's kind of yeah. weird.
0: It's weird. It was, there's a lot well, of weird just, shit.
1: Yeah, we just don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was Watchtower stuff or Muslim. I mean, everybody's got their own culture or belief system. That yeah, you. I
0: got a guy that watches my dick. Literally. I'm like, dude, you got to buy me a steak dinner before you fucking yeah, come, I was like, okay. come peep on me. And it's like
1: even you're looking at the mirror and you're watching me. It's like it's just not amazing. at he the just,
0: mirror. He is. In, he just full he on is looks fucking, at you. No, he is like bent down in Chicken front out. of my dick, like eight inches from my dick. That's kind of cool. Like all I gotta do is flick it up once and he's done. <laughs> it's
1: just a his day, you know. I'm gonna yeah, go think to I'm going for that. To.
0: But yeah, I mean, he like,
1: like here's geez. my
0: dick. Here's him.
1: <laughs> what if you have one of those mornings where you like do the dual
0: stream or some shit? You're like, <laughs> <laughs> like me myself and Irene. <laughs> <laughs> just piss on. Them. Why am I being like I had sex all night? God damn it! That's a, that would be hilarious. That would be funny.
1: God, you say like, you're one stream's hitting the cup. The other one's just going right. <laughs> fucking, oh,
0: I'm going to try that. Sorry, Jose. It's just not your day. <laughs> All you got to do is jerk off and not clean yourself properly. <laughs> That's the end of that. With a pre drying. Yeah, I guess uh, you won't be watching me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck do you eat in the morning? <laughs> like toothpaste Asparagus. And fucking caramel. Asparagus and nachos. <laughs>
1: God, there's way too much cilantro. In your Cheerios diet.
0: always gives me stinky piss.
1: Anyways, that's funny. Like you piss, and it literally smells like Kellogg's Cheerios. That's hilarious. I
0: don't know what it is. That's weird. I know. My piss has a sweet smell. That's weird. I think I have kidneys. Like diabetes
1: <laughs> problem.
0: I'm not that fucking fat.
1: No, I'm just saying I mean, you don't have to be fat. I mean you're saying like your maybe your body's all right. Fuck this. I think it's my kidneys. It we're a health podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet us at uh DeepRTX if you have any other piss suggestions.
0: God. What does your piss smell like? Hit us up on I don't Facebook. know,
1: like urine. It smells like fucking like just flat out urine. What does urine smell like? I don't know. like piss. What does piss smell like? I don't know. When you go to the bathroom and you're like, "Man, it smells like piss in here." I guess that's what my piss smells like. like piss.
0: I don't know. See, I've never understood like when I, you go to like a locker room or whatever, and it has that pungent pee smell. Yeah, my piss has always smelled sweet. What pisses me off is when I go <laughs> to
1: the bathroom and like there's actually like a piss pool in front of the toilet. Oh. Of the- I'm like, who isn't like. Able to, you know, <laughs>
0: produce. <laughs> Properly like, aimed. Yeah, like, to, you just can't, what, you can't project? a guy know? from me, myself, Irene. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, that's- I've walked into bathrooms. There have been shit directly on the toilet seat. Yeah, that's disgusting. I'm just like, how, how? Yeah. How does one muster Dude,
1: us? we had this old guy. He was a QC dude, Ed, and he would just sit there. And he would just, like, stand in the urinal. I'm like, and, Like, his prostate was literally so fucked that he just grunted. And would just sit there. To take a piss? Just to piss. You'd just get a couple of drops oh, yeah. out. That's like pissing. And razor pu- I mean, blade. he'd fucking push until he farted about the urinal. I mean, he was just, he had to work to fucking take a piss. And I was just like, I swear to God, man. At
0: that day? Dude. <laughs> I'd be done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I would just be like, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to go ahead and just stick a fucking needle up there and just start doing the fucking old, uh, what do they call it? A the wonder? Uh, no, the uh, catheter shit. I would just maybe just. Go ahead and go for a catheter. You know, if you're having that kind of fucking pain and trouble in the morning and your prostate's that fucking fucking out of whack, it's like, shit, dude, that's just how did we get here? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let's get back to the goddamn movie. (laughs) All right. So
1: uh, Leatherface is the butcher, the hunter gatherer. Mm. Uh, We talked about the family. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there wasn't really too much of the whole survival sequence here. I mean, there wasn't. The dinner table shit. Yeah, like the big. There wasn't like Mm -hmm. the huger push, because I feel like it was. We get into the beginning in the Jordana Brewster scenarios and stuff. You get more of a, you know, the the essential. Oh, let's run through the window, jump through the window, kind of shit and stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, this one was. I appreciate
0: what this one did. This one, yeah, it's it's Um, fun. You know, uh, uh, a scene in particular that I really, really, really fucking like is where the dude's hanging, and she's trying to help him. And he's just like, ah,
1: bull, ah, when you <laughs> lift
0: and you kind of fuck up the lift and you mm-hmm. drop back on like, Oh, that was, that was harsh you, And then the chain drops even more. And it's like, like quit ow. helping me. <laughs> he's like, get the knife and end it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, like, just kill me <laughs> for real. Jesus Christ lady. Oh, uh, like, it
0: was rude. Cause when he wa- whacked that dude's leg off and hung him, I mean, he just hangs him, turns around, grabs a handful of salt, jams it into the wound, and then fucking—that's it. You're like, you like know, fuck, wraps it up, and it's like, oh my <laughs> god, end me now. Like, it
1: would be awesome. He just like had like a fucking cup of like pickle juice or something. It's just like, it's like, oh, oh, uh, like a barrel of salt. Just oh, like, well, he's <laughs> just trying to preserve the meat, but it's like, yeah. Jesus. Like, let's just make things worse. Fuck. I always felt bad for things like the Fog remake and stuff like that. Oh. It was like Tom Welling, and I forget what the, the blonde chick. Uh, Summer Blair was Summer like, Blair. God, yeah. I mean, it was just, I tried to watch that. And I love her. I
0: love for Summer Blair. But it's it's like, she couldn't save that fucking turn. No, because it was just, the script was just horrible. I knew right away in, in the Fog that I was in for a terrible moment. You know how I said the bullet got me comfortable? Yeah. The new... Clipper ship them out, or not the Clipper ship, but them out on the sea, you know, dancing to hip hop and recording the yep. late. I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no! Like that's when it's I like, fucking no. knew, no, this isn't gonna this be good. Isn't... This this is gonna suck. Um, I'm in for ninety minutes of shit. Yeah, because it was horrible. Oh, it was bad. And I don't think I. I mean, I don't think I could ever. I won't. Yeah. No. This isn't like because we'll, we'll go back to the hot,
1: we'll but, go back yeah. to the thing remake or even I I like to watch the Fright Night remake every now yeah. and then too because Anton Yelchin yeah Fright Night remake it's horrible great. but it's, it's, good. it's, it's the it's, guy with the lips is annoying oh, as God. God McLovin
0: oh God, God. I mean,
1: thank God he's no longer out. I want to talk to this I want to talk about this just for a second though uh, Scott Cossar wrote this screenplay mm-hmm. all right did you ever see Christian Bell and the Machinist of course he wrote that. Oh, so I was like, "Oh yes, we're in good hands with this motherfucker." Because yeah. the machinist—if you haven't seen the machinist, what we should review that. I love it it is w- a thriller. I'd love to fucking talk about the machinist. Good as we're because we could do the director's movie. Because before he did the machinist, he did a uh, uh, session session nine. I didn't like that. With, I like uh, that one, David, the uh, red haired guy, head, yeah, uh, Crusoe, Crusoe, yeah, and now I like that. I like it because it was just a neat twist on like... I've got to watch it. It's like I watched it where it came out. Yeah. You know, young age. And I that was Brad Anderson, I think was the director. Is the one that did mm-hmm. this and The Machinist. I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Dude, Brad. Machinist Anderson. was...
0: Let's, let's, yeah. you know what, listeners, after we're done with the chainsaw series, we're not going to do another series for a while. We're yeah, gonna we're going to do some one offs. We're
1: going to do some one offs because quite a we, few. Yeah, because we, we have, need to break. Well, because I, I want to look, we talked about 2017 movies and stuff like that. I can't mm-hmm. wait till we do our best stuff
0: with that. That's going to be fun.
1: And uh, just like stuff like this, it's like, I love going to series stuff because we get to pay our respect to such great series and slashers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, like when we talk
0: about writers that do this and that, it's like, it's really, it's really hard to, uh, even this series, which is actually one of the better ones. Oh, yeah. Um, it's hard to get through because you know that you have to prep for two movies instead of one every week. Yeah. And it's like it gives you no time to explore the behind the scenes and the and the yeah. prosthetics and the makeup and who did the ma- music. I mean, yeah, you can look that shit up on Wikipedia I can't really do it on the. No, because we like to watch the special features. Oh, I love we like to, to hunt down
1: features. different editions mm-hmm. and read up on our shit because it's just fun for us. Yeah. Because when we attack things, we get sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Like we'll. Like I think we spent some time talking, talking about brain, uh, Edward Furlong's brain scan. We 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 just go off track because we get stuck in this one film. But we go, oh yeah, didn't that guy write this or write that? Yeah. Uh, didn't Cundy also do Jurassic Park and it's the Flintstones? A full circle. It's like yeah, we get lost <laughs> we in get like that. Yeah. it's like goddamn.
0: See, on these we trail off to urine tests. <laughs> like, yeah, what the
1: hell? <laughs> because you know we
0: just forget. we live that life. <laughs> like Cheerios. I, I cheerio mean, piss yeah, there could be worse things <laughs> uh, honey nut cheerios <laughs> oh my god it's awesome <laughs> but yeah uh, um yeah i mean i what, what time are we sitting at here we're we're trying to do a quick uh, episode today ladies and gentlemen, because it is the holidays yeah we've got birds cooking 38 minutes let's just wrap it up all I mean, right we don't need to do scene for scene for the ending although we will talk one second uh we will talk one more th- scene she runs into you know, when Aaron escapes, she runs into the slaughterhouse. Yeah. And there's kind of cool scenes in between there, but the end scene of it is she chops off Leatherface's arm. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, Big vividly. mistake, because then they couldn't do a sequel to this. They had to do a prequel. Yeah. Because now Leatherface's arm. You know, what, It'd be weird in if In 70, it, you're going to have a arm that wrote What if the it feels like
1: Texas Chainsaw Master 3 and he had like a Tinker metal arm?
0: Yeah, but how are you gonna run a chainsaw?
1: Maybe he had like an ash chainsaw It's just arm. like
0: tied around his neck. Yeah. What if he had a chainsaw <laughs> arm?
1: Like ash? It's the 70s.
0: Yeah, you're right. you ain't gonna do
1: all that shit. Yeah. Maybe. The whole bar- More likely. But, he's but her driving it away down. with the baby and all that stuff, and then with the sheriff getting taken out and all that stuff. I mean, you're right. They only had one direction to go, and that was backwards. Yeah. Because this was just but then when you go backwards, as we're about to get into, we'll get into it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, do a final thought on this real quick. Final
1: thought. Yeah. Um, it's fun to revisit this. Uh, they came out with so many goddamn special editions of this. There was like a fucking steel chrome fucking faceplate shit. But uh, when New Line Cinema got on top of this one, Platinum Dunes, they wrote this thing. I was glad they did this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were ready for it and they did it justice. And I think with them using Marcus Nispel and, and him having such a heavy background in like music videos and stuff, he kept the motion there and he captured everything very great. And I think when you go back and you observe what the cinematographer and the director and obviously the screenwriter in this film did, it's a solid film. Uh, One off, I'd be totally content sitting down and watching it, enjoying it, which I did. If you can get the cool DVD unrated versions, uh, it pumps up the gore. And there's a little extra meat that you might not enjoy because there's a couple extended scenes and stuff like that that don't really, you know, help the tempo. But still, it's a solid film that has a great look, so it's a good one just to sit down and enjoy. Uh, it's aged well for me, going back to it in here in 2017. It feels like something we could do today. It feels like something definitely uh, that could be done today. Um, but it won't age. It, yeah, I don't think it will. It has a, a unique look. Like 70... Uh, because it's already
0: playing noir. Yeah. So, you know, it's it doesn't seem dated because it is a dated movie exactly. by dating it? it 20 years previous. Yeah.
1: And I think if we do it again, it's like, years, it's right? going to be ridiculous. Like, oh, 2018, 2019, we're going to produce and do another
0: 70s Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Like, it's not going to work. I mean, uh, that's where they ran into the problem with 3D. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah like, so how do you do it again with cell phones and stuff again? It's like, nah. Well, they couldn't... I mean, where do you go from the prequel? Because the prequel...
1: put a, They put him in the corner.
0: Yeah, they, it's, it's like, like hey, By chopping his arm off in the ending of this movie, it, it kind of... The Hewitt... Them. Yeah, yeah. storyline just couldn't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is kind of like... Sorry. Fun. No, no, no. Final thought was that. It was just... It's a great, solid film. It's a buy for me. Um, if you find it on Blu-ray or if it gets remastered in 4K, I think it'd be a solid pickup because... Uh, it's a great film. Stand alone, it stands alone and it's a strong film.
0: Yeah, I own two versions of this movie. I I really appreciate this movie. I hold it in really high regards as far as the series goes. Um like I said, Texas Chainsaw, uh, I might say that thought. Yeah, I'm going to say that thought cuz I don't want to reveal what what's coming Your out. Your overall thing. Yeah, but I mean this is in the top of of this series. Uh it's ooh. I mean, look, if you're a person that don't like to go back to true 1970s cinema, you know, because of the pacing or people aren't using fuck or, you know, whatever the hell for your, for your reasons for older movies, this will take you along that ride as the original. Without spoiling the original at all. Yeah, not at all. I mean, you you could... Watch this, and you watch the original. It's practically the same film; just one's more up to date. Yet it's still in that same time period. So, being a remake that's set in, I think, I think they said seventy four, which is when the original took place. Mm-hmm. Um, they did, they did a damn good job. And it's, you know, is it a remake or is it an update? That's that's what my. It's I an kinda, update. Yeah, that's what I say. I mean, they're not f- trying to change. Too much. No,
1: because I think the original having the Sawyer family and stuff like that in the Franklin scenario on the van, it plays a totally different...
0: But this is where they change their names yeah. to Hewitt, and that gets a little confusing. But these are... Yeah, they do change the mythos just a, a smidge with the names. Wish but, they needed to. Yeah, I, I mean, think. that's cool. Whatever. But, yeah, this is a high recommend. High, high, high recommend in an apps. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll go right into uh, the... The beginning. The beginning, which was released, I think, three years later. Um, yeah, two, October sixteenth, two 2006, so almost three years to the date. So
1: what was cool here is they changed gears and they went with a different director. They actually went with Jonathan leesman And this guy, I have deep like, appreciation for because he did the amazing 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, he did uh, 2005's
0: uh, Darkness Falls, which is a... Uh, we talk about that a lot, too, sometimes. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. The credited screenwriter, he has not done much, but what he has done has been really damn good. Uh, he did this, and he did X-Men First Class, which I really like First Class. Meh. No, First Class? I didn't... It's all right. Oh, you don't like I don't movies? like whatever. Don't if what Ralph about. was here, he'd be like, fuck yes. <laughs> But... Uh, This guy's won a lot of awards, Golden Globes, BAFTA, Writers Guild, fucking Broadcast Film Critics, Chicago Critics, Dallas Critics, Florida Film Critics Association. I mean, he's got a shit ton of awards for, I mean, he's only done, I think, four movies. Gotcha. That's it. I don't know what Up in Air is, and I know it's the Longest Yard, isn't that the remake, uh...
1: With Adam, yeah, Sandler. Adam Sandler, yeah,
0: which I—that's one of the only yeah. movies I can enjoy. Writing wise,
1: yeah, I mean this one was kind of <clears throat> all right as far as a prequel goes. Um, as far as like budget and stuff like this for this film, it was a uh, this one got a kick in the butt. It got pumped up to sixteen million dollars, but the box office was just a modest fifty-one point eight, which is kind of weird because you know with with. The first one hitting like the high hundreds. I mean, was crossing that 150 million mark. I mean, this made barely a fraction of that as they come back into it.
0: Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't understand the drop off exactly for this movie. Um, so yeah, I mean, this one starts in 1939 with a a woman wor- working, a fat woman working at a meat packing plant.
1: Boss, can I get a bathroom break? <laughs>
0: <laughs> shouldn't be drinking on the job there helen yeah and then she fucking falls over and craps out a baby yeah which is all deformed so they throw it in the trash and
1: what's it, weird is they cut to the shot of just her like walking home like her just like walking home back you know
0: just like oh no it. that's ludome
1: no because they, they do a quick shot and you see her walking like along the road I she died no she walks home she like leaves and they throw the baby in the trash oh and, and then it was the boss then this lady fucking comes there and and the lady's kind of scavenging the the slaughterhouse for yeah. like
0: you know scraps, Loudon Hewitt, and then she finds yeah, and this is where I mean they don't it's not directly mentioned, but it is like the writers kind of wink at you by telling you this not that it's in the movie, but the lady that gave birth was Sawyer,
1: that's interesting.
0: the lady that finds her is Hewitt, so that's why the name changed that's cool, yeah, I. Um, whatever but uh yeah this all takes place in i believe 64 or 63
1: yeah it's something to age the guy to about 30
0: almost in the 40s well it's during the vietnam war so i don't know when the when that no, was. no no well the
1: 30s was when oh, the 30 big, years later so yeah, it's 1960 so the kid has that time to age and become yeah. like the full-on six foot five adult massacre god he's giant God, when they show him when he's working in the butcher shop, what's cool too is they show all the black and white photos of him just kind of like they're covering his face because he's all just Victor, and then like Arlie just like has that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. He's adorable, leave him alone. <laughs> but then they show all this like montage of black and white pictures of them trying to hide the boy's face as he grows up to be the huge Hulk working at the fucking slaughterhouse with like this weird, um, like kind of just mouth cover, you yeah. know, face cover. And this guy's just fucking a beast. Like he's just,
0: oh, <laughs> headphone. we the table. <laughs> Make a sound effect.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's asleep. Oh um, Jesus! But yeah, dude. Stay thirsty, my friend.
0: <laughs> he literally punched the machine, and thirty seconds later, crap that out. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: but when the boss tells him hey you have to go uh fire what's his name hey we do have we boss no well they're closing you by yourself yeah they're shutting down the slaughterhouse yeah he's like in leatherface is like the only one thomas uh hewitt he's like the only one working still
0: hey retard (laughs) plants closing you just some kind of dumb animal whack jesus he just keeps working god damn
1: when he turns around, looks up at the boss, and just drops a fucking cleaver, mm. I was just like, "Oh
0: shit!" Yeah, you know shit's about to go down. Then fucking, you know, the he comes back and I like got sledgehammer attack from hell. Brains the fucking Dude. boss. He's
1: just cracking the shit out of his <laughs> legs, his kneecaps, and shit. I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, hand, shoulder, forehead, <laughs> knees, back. It's oh, like God. the last time you want a fucking rotary phone.
0: <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> <"Ugh."> what? <laughs> Well, whack, and then yeah, the the sheriff Hoyt, the real Sheriff Hoyt, shows up to Arlie Ermy's house. He's yep. like, "Hey, your your nephew's causing fucking trouble. He killed a man. I told you you need to keep that retard indoors. Like, we need to go find him." And you realize that Arlie Ermy's just a farmer. Yeah. Like, he's nobody. He just lives at home with his mom. So they go and trying to. Track down Leatherface, they find him. Yeah, he goes, I don't blame the retard. I just blame that the way he was ro
1: like the way he was raised. He was like kind of talking just shit on he's like bad enough you're talking shit about the guy, damn this huge six foot five. So he's not retarded, he's just misunderstood. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now you're talking shit to R. Lee here sitting next to you, and you're like, Man, it's just not a good
0: place to Well, be. and then the sheriff reveals like, Hell y'all are crazy. You're gonna starve out here, like most of the towns already left. I'm the only law enforcement left, and I leave to Illinois tomorrow. Yeah. Like, and then fucking he pulls a gun on you know Leatherface, and and Leatherface just walking just blasts him from behind. What's amazing
1: is like fucking Leatherface just like walking down the road with a huge ass chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fuck walking up the on bloody that gun. apron and shit. I'm just Jesus. like, yes, guys, like put down the weapon, and then fucking Arlie just comes up and like he said, shotgun blast. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking cool. I, I just think. shot a whole fucking police department. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude.
0: That was awesome. See, uh, Arlie's a little over the top in this one yeah. on a couple scenes. I think, he, you know, once they start, like, okay, so we fast forward, and it's all about this kid, these two brothers going to the Vietnam War. Yeah. One of them is Matt Bur- burned his uh, draft card.
1: Yeah. The one, the oldest brother is uh, Matt Boomer, bomber uh, he's, he's coming on a lot of stuff like American horror story and stuff like that. He's a pretty well-known actor. He's, Eric? Uh, or Dean. Uh, Eric. Eric. Oh, I don't know him. From yeah. He, shit. he does a lot of cool shit. Uh, but yeah, he, he plays, uh, Jordana Brewster who's from, uh, Fast and Furious and stuff like that. She's beautiful. Oh yeah. She's gorgeous. But they're like a couple and he's taking his brother cause they're going back to the base camp or something like that to be, uh, sent to Vietnam. Uh, The older brother, he went to Vietnam. He's come back. He's going to reenlist. Yeah. And now his
0: younger brother got drafted. Yeah. And he doesn't want to go. Who would want to go? Yeah, especially with a girlfriend like that. Jesus. Hell no. Stay home. Make babies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That chick looked like she. if she dyed her hair red, she'd be a fucking uh, perfect for Bev for it. Oh yeah,
0: she because she was like uh, she had the freckles. And all, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. That's what I kind of thought. I was like, oh, she'd be kind of cool for Bev.
0: Yeah, because she I seems guess. like she is a redhead. She does I mean, right her, with the freckles. Her, her, her are the eyebrows are orange. So, but her hair is blonde.
1: There we go. We're already casting
0: it. This there we go. Part two. If you're listening, <laughs> which you're probably not. Well, yeah. it's okay. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, so yeah, they they burn the draft card, and on on the way and on the road they. Uh, stop at a gas station, bump into this motorcycle gang, which is run by Chet from the Weird Science TV show. Oh yeah, yeah, he played Chet, the dickhead brother. The chick, but I thought it was the mama that runs the store. She does, but remember they run into the bikers out there. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Biker lady decides to rob them, follows them on the road, and then they get in a big wreck where they hit a fucking cow, which is awesome
1: i know because the guy's like slapping the fucking glove box like i'm gonna get this gun take out this chick and everyone's like whoa hold yeah. up, cow bam
0: i mean just obliterate i think that was a recently real live dead cow though really yeah because I, I remember that, uh i briefly remember watching special features on this back in the day and they said we have one take <sighs> with this like don't fuck it up and man that thing explodes god damn boom their fucking truck rolls, Jordana Brewster gets thrown from it. And then the biker chick rolls up. She's like, Wow, that was really neat. This is a robbery. Let's get it over with. God, <laughs> and then Sheriff Hoyt rolls up and he's just like God doesn't even like doesn't even mince words. Either. Officer, I'm glad you're here. Oh, I bet you are. BAM. <laughs> blast awesome. the
1: bitch. <laughs> that was awesome.
0: And then he abducts the two brothers and the the, the girlfriend. The girlfriend and jordana brewster's out in the bushes hiding and uh then you get to see fucking uh, Morty. morty was his name uh, monty roll up uh,
1: the other biker dude
0: no monty the oh yeah the we the he's got his legs still That's awesome then yeah this dude's tall as shit gotcha yeah like the director in the first one praised him because he was like dude that dude's six five and he had to sit on his feet the entire show. Shit. He's like, luckily, that guy was a plumber for 20 years. So, so he's used to, he's used to yeah. tight spots. So. Uh,
1: goddamn. Fuck.
0: wolf. And it's cool that he did
1: this, because, I mean, it was cool to get to the backstory of Monty's character. Yeah, I
0: always wonderful. what Which the it, fuck It, played, happened to this it didn't guy.
1: happen. I mean, I kept expecting maybe, like, a different thing kind of happening to him.
0: Yeah, I didn't expect. I thought he like it probably would have been like chasing somebody and he wrecked or something. Like yeah, that.
1: like a car rolled over his legs or yeah. some shit, and like Leatherface had to like free. No, him up. he gets shot in both knees.
0: <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> even him up. He's gonna get infected. Let's go ahead and. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, he got shot in one knee. And they're like, yeah, it's going to get infection. Monty, we're going to cut it off. And he was like, no. <laughs> he's like, oh, that's sloppy work. Even him up. <laughs> cut his other fucking leg off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Arlie Ermery takes him back to uh, his house and starts torturing the kids. Yeah. And this is where Arlie gets over the top because everything he, he feels like, like he's full metal jacket again. Yeah. Like, you shut your mouth, you cop son of a bitch. Everything's like, up to oh, 10.
1: And, like, Leatherface isn't really even at his uh, solid best yet, you know? Because mm-hmm. it was like...
0: Well, I found weird is, okay, this is... Because he had to, like, coax him to,
1: like, use the chainsaw to kill somebody, and that's yeah. why it kind of threw me off. It
0: was well, like, like when, when, he's, when they decide to start killing people at the beginning of this movie, uh, Monty and the mom and... Are kind of very apprehensive because they're eating the cop, right? Yeah. We can thank the sheriff for this divine dinner. And she's like, huh, say grace. <laughs> but I mean, like Monty's like shaking his head, like, oh no. But then, like a month later, he's a full blown killer, like ready to go. Yeah, kind of weird. Played some things are played very wrong in. Yeah, because
1: like Leatherface is just still in butcher mode. He's not full on like where Arlie's at. We're like, I need to kill people so we can have food.
0: Yeah. Like, well, we're we're going to kill all the hippies and the bikers that come to our. You know, cross, I, well, we I think Leatherface's with. only kill was that his boss. That was it. And then, you know, he was kind and of. And that was out like, of frustration I anger. I the people. Yeah. But yeah, in this movie, he had to start killing. So it was like, oh, shit.
1: Because like his first full on kill was.
0: Um, well, it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, he hooked the chick and dragged her out of the truck. Yeah. And then, I think... No, his first kill is the biker dude.
1: Yeah, the biker dude. Yeah, yeah. Because he kills the biker dude. And that's when he goes down back to the cellar and he kills the boyfriend when Jordana's, like, underneath the fucking table. Which
0: is, like, a brutal fucking kill. Yeah, that's fucked up. Dude, he skins his arms first, like kill me <laughs> don't fucking oh, skid me while i'm alive i like to flame my meat while it's still alive yeah like, get Jesus. the juices flowing or some shit it's like what the fuck but it's fucked up. To- oh man where he nails that collar down i was oh, just like dude. oh my god because there was no issues getting him loose She's no. there, like, with a butter knife to, like- well just like when he sets the dude down and he's hammering it yeah. on him and it's like oh fuck. man feel that on your jugular <sighs> fuck you god. i would have just like pushed up into it and killed myself god but when out. he pushes the
1: chainsaw through the guy's gut and it's like kind of crosses right up the spinal mm-hmm. cord and shit you're like fuck you dude rude and this that in in telling is like what made the massacre so bad is that this guy's weapon of choice was a fucking brutal instrument man <sighs> to feel like the fucking chainsaw catch you and just fucking
0: blow through you Dude, that would suck. God, because damn. that is shredding. That's yeah. not stab. That's it's not, not fucking Myers just stabbing you in your aorta and you
1: fucking instantly get fucking killed and no, shit like that's that. That's a motherfucker going. Oh <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, in guts. Guts. <laughs> it's like yeah. everything's just being torn out of you. in oh. one motor fucking movement, and you have this. Six foot five monster fucking looking at you the whole time, wearing your fucking skin of like your
0: friend. The only thing I can imagine worse was like from the cell when the guy hooks his intestine to that. Oh yeah, he starts playing with it. Ah, Ooh. kill boy.
1: <laughs> God, <laughs> did I God, I
0: God, love that sucking fucking movie, dude. It's like, what, yeah. Let's review this. Do that too. Yeah, damn. We got a few that yeah, fuck series. I don't think we need to re- review another series until no, no, Halloween.
1: I, I, I like the idea that we start throwing each other like little to do lists, and we sit down and we re- review. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think I think uh, we need to drop into some French horror. Oh, definitely J horror. Yeah, do some monos. play some.
1: Yeah, you
0: know, for yeah. at least a couple months. Let's do all. Well, next let's year. figure dude. all next year. No series. Well, no, because we got Halloween coming out. Fuck. We have to review Halloween, <sighs> and I'm seeing it. The day of in theater, so oh, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. Join us next week when we review Thor Ragnarok. Should we still need to go see <laughs> fucking Jigsaw? Ah, uh, yeah, I'll wait till it comes out. Well, let's go see Jigsaw.
1: You want to go see it? Yeah, I mean, gotta pay it forward. I'm you know? off tomorrow. Okay. I mean, I gotta go in for like an hour. Or two. We'll catch an early showing, yeah, and then we end up at fucking Justice League. <laughs> I'm not seeing that. We're gonna go see. Jigsaw. I'm no, did you see that? No. Fucking, yeah, you see that picture I sent you know, of the CG mustache removal oh. beard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wish oh, I man. I wish sometimes we did video podcasts. God damn,
1: <laughs> that was just like the funniest. goddamn. damn. God.
0: No, um, yeah, I'm not giving justice. They said it not, took two weeks to do the 3D elements. Another it was seventy five thousand. Another
1: three weeks to track the movements, and another th- two or three weeks to fucking render the shots. I was like, oh my god, you just can't shave your fucking mustache. No, he was committed to the new Mission Impossible. He had to grow. You know how long it takes that guy to grow a beard? Was he got the monopoly <laughs> fucking mustache? What are we talking about here? Shit. Like it's a mustache. Time right? and money, sir. <clears throat> it takes time and money to grow a beard and a mustache like Bro, this. Bro,
0: I grow a fucking mustache in a week. Goddamn! I one go week. to
1: sleep. I wake up, and the fucking thing's there. Right? It's like shit.
0: Like from clean shave to fucking full yeah. facial is one week for me. Goddamn, sucks. Yeah. Dude what I kind get, of man are you no henry henry Cavilli. i wish they would have just done superman it's with a super a mustache. mustache oh my god i would pay
1: money to see a bearded mustache <laughs> not
0: bearded just a mustache god that would like, be awesome a, a, like a <laughs> fucking vincent price like just one sh- thin mustache like
1: when he goes to bed, like when we laugh about sweater on sweater off he'd be just like one shot no mustache one shot mustache.
0: <laughs> like uh, the continuity in this movie's everywhere. horrible what the hell's going on or they could just like do they like do like with Aquaman entire, too. He has yeah. long
1: hair and then comes back he has like a fade <laughs> with blonde hair.
0: <laughs> well played by a white guy. That'd <laughs> be Awesome.
1: I wish they would have did that with Batman. Like some scenes he would have been
0: like machinist fucking physique. Still. <laughs> oh my god, all skinny and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that would have worked great for, for Dark Knight me. Rises. Dark Knight Rises with the cane, He's all. <laughs> <laughs> I've had Alfred apple. get the steroids. I've had apple and tuna for six months. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not giving dc more money, but I'll hit you up on that jigsaw. No, maybe, yeah. but that means we have to do another series. Fuck no, no, we'll talk okay. about jigsaw. No, we can't. We whatever. All right. Anywho, uh, back to this movie. Yeah. Um, so this this actually ends with a really cool fucking scene. I love it when the bad guy wins. I love it. There's not enough of it in in movies.
1: Yeah, because she gets damn near close. You're like wondering what the hell's going to go on because she's in the car. She's gotten away. Rolling up to a cop.
0: Yeah. And, and bam, he's in the back seat.
1: Chainsaw revs right through the fucking seat through her back. <laughs> Plows right through the cop and kills the
0: pedestrian with the too. Wilhelm
1: scream. God. Ah! <laughs> <It's> like, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Red line. Oh man, it's hilarious. <laughs> And then he just walks off into the sunset. And John Larroquette
0: comes in. I'll send lee to clean this up. It's Mm -hmm. like, fuck. I mean, uh, yeah, we skipped over a bunch, but you you get the principle. Yeah, I mean, like... His the
1: younger brother comes back and he plays vigilante pretty well. I mean he puts up a good fight. I mean he's like cleaver hitting everybody. He beats when Arlie's uh, like interrogating Dean. He does that push up like beating the shit out of him yeah. while he's doing the push up. I love that he gets to go full circle and he beats the fuck out Arlie. Yeah. He's like doing the push up fucking sequence. again. Give me again, ten. But he's just smashing his fucking head into the ground and it's just like God, and that's where
0: he knocked his teeth out. That's awesome yeah. that you get that fucking reveal. Yeah,
1: it's a. Uh... Because even the escape when Jordana gets away and she cuts loose the girlfriend and they slam the big chick against the door as like a bear. Oh, we forgot
0: to talk about her walking up to the house. Oh, man. I I put coconut in the little chocolates. Oh, sweet Jesus. (laughs) Like, God damn. The last thing you fucking need is chocolate and coconuts. She's noted as like tea lady. The fat lady. (laughs)
1: lady.
0: She didn't do any singing, but Jesus Christ, she should have. Espresso. end. She was...
1: That's a huge bitch!
0: Wow. The lady is huge, dude. Like, her walking up, I was like... (laughs) That's why it's
1: awesome when she pushed... They pushed the fucking... It's like uh, Jordana and the other chick, like, they pushed the table and everything to, like, smash the chick. ain't moving that bitch. (laughs) That bitch is
0: bigger than the thing. They're just
1: slamming the door. She's like... uh," like, It's awesome. It's awesome. It's
0: It's an awesome scene. Yeah, it's a... There's there's some really cool stuff in this. Um, what are we sitting at? One hour and three. One hour and three. Let's wrap it. Okay. Because we got to get into Texas 3D and then Leatherface and we're done. Yeah, we're done with this one. Yeah. Um, final thoughts. On- final thoughts for me. Um, look, uh, this is where Jeff actually is right. I look at Rotten Tomatoes and they gave this film a thirteen. Mm-hmm. A thirteen is unacceptable this for this movie a horrible film right right you one would think that and critics bashed the shit out of this called it horrible acting yes arlie Ermy is a little over the top but he's not horrible he has some lines that are questionable not horrible you know um he has some overacting it's not bad but dean and the brother and jordana brewster they're all good yeah i i really like this dean guy he's not in a lot of shit but He's he's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't agree with rotten at all. If anything, if you're not a horror fan, I'd probably give this a fifty-fifty. Flip a coin. You might like it. You might not. But if you are a horror fan, I would say this is in the seventies. This it's decent. It's not horrible. Yeah. I guess it's by any strong C. Yeah. I mean, the final thoughts for me would be that uh, you know they kind of painted themselves into a corner with that re- the remake. Okay, well, this made a shit ton of money. We didn't expect that. Now we have to go back even farther in Leatherface because we chopped off his arm. And then when they did this movie, they're like, "Fuck, we have nowhere to go because we still have this arm chop problem." Where do we go? Younger? No, this is when they first started killing, yeah. and this is three years before the remake. You know, yeah. in in timeline. So they really just kind of. Didn't expect it to be such a huge hit. It was. And then they painted themselves into a corner and they had really no way out. Yeah. So, um, the gift of foresight was not with the writers, but it's a gift for the horror community. I give this a strong rent. I'm not going to give it a buy, but I do give it a strong rent and I, I rewatch it, you know, every couple of years. Like I, I'll sit down and enjoy it. Right. So yeah, a uh, strong rent and, uh these two are very strong together. Yeah. And that's my thought. Um we lucked out that this was available on Netflix. Yeah. To
1: be able to stream it at home on an HD uh was a big benefit because when we talked about rewatching it, I don't think this was in my collection. I really? own I own Text Chance when I score the remake, but I don't know own the I've beginning. Got the, I've got all of it. Gotcha. I don't own the beginning. So being able to watch this on Netflix and HD in a moment, you know, in a whim, on on a whim, it was, it was awesome. Um, you don't watch the prequel first because it kills the fun twist of the sheriff character when you watch the remake. But if you like the environment and the look, uh, the director was able to capture that again. This had a, a very similar feel and look. The story's strong. I mean, it's not the it's not great. It's not groundbreaking. But it's a straightforward story, and it plays at a decent pace where you're not going to be totally bored. Uh, the biker inclusion was a nice twist. Um, Leatherface is kind of played to, like, the smallest degree. Maybe 30% of the film is actually Leatherface doing what he does best. Um, we always talk about this shit. We always talk about why would we do... Another this or another that, like just take a fraction of a budget and and make another Friday Thirteenth, make another Chainsaw, and this is basically what this is. The the part one uh, remake made very good money, so they did take some money. I don't think they needed to take the the full budget. They the nineteen million they took for this one, they maybe didn't maybe ten fifteen. Million. I'll never understand why like they threw, sequels are so much more expensive. Yeah, like they threw more money at it. But I read somewhere that they had to spend like an extra three something million to. Secure the franchise rights for this one, which is something I just read real quick on Wikipedia before we started. Well,
0: but why is that when they had the rights to the first?
1: I have no idea, but it's quoted there on Wikipedia. They had to pay like some kind of like million dollars, like three million bucks just to, like secure the franchise
0: rights to make this one. All right. Well, you add that into your fucking Yeah,
1: You know, no, but all in all, it was, uh, you know, it's like what we like to see. Mm-hmm. I'd love, I'd kill for Nispel or somebody to do another Friday Thirteenth in vain of what Derek Mears was able to do in that Part One. And I'm sad that we didn't get another Friday Thirteenth Part Two of like that remake level Still because coming. this is fun. This is what I appreciate to like know it exists, it's out there. Because when you have to watch things like Rings Ugh. or stuff that maybe doesn't have a place that's really near and dear to your heart, it's nice to see that money get spent more within our franchise characters like. Freddy, Hellraiser, Pennywise. Anything that's kind of cliche to the, you know, a secure niche that we like to see a universe is expanded on. So good and bad, easy rent for me. If you go to a pawn shop or a comic book store and you see this for three bucks, it's a safe buy if it's within a small budget because it is a solid film. And I'd love to own the DVD or Blu-ray just to see bonus features on this kind of stuff because... I think the leather face for this Hewitt series is such a strong leather face that it warrants uh, uh, those those you know unique nights when you could sit back and yeah. watch something like this. Because when you go back to Gunner, even part two, maybe not part three. Part three is a really strong leather face, but it's one of the strongest fucking leather faces you ever see. Like don the mask
0: and and walk the walk with the saw. I think imposing he is. He is with very- the look. His mask is terrific in this one.
1: So all in all, not too bad. Yeah, I mean, these were, these two are fun to revisit. Yeah, especially Jessica
0: Biel. Oh, good God! Even Jordana Brewster. I'm like, you have gorgeous. no upper lip, but God, your body is. They're killer. gorgeous, fucking like
1: they 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 are perfect for the '70s kind of like late '60s looks. Mm. Oh man, just
0: it just go compliments go. them so much. That whole part where she's trotting through the forest back and forth and back and forth, I'm like, I could watch 90 <laughs> minutes of this like <laughs> all day. Like, all day, please. And they're photographed so well, too, in this. It's, like, awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything is is on par with these two. And that's what I think benefits
1: from some of these remakes is that they have such a strong, unique look. Even Nightmare on Elm Street, as much as I talk okay about it, it has a great look. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's just... All you need is, like, a screenwriter to step into the plate and just really knock some fucking goddamn homers on this shit.
0: Yeah, I mean... Because you have the, the
1: villain. You just need to have strong character development and strong plot lines.
0: Well, like we were talking earlier, uh, this would really, really benefit from a television series. I agree, especially this with this This is look. like one of the only ones. Yeah. Um, I don't think the rest of them could survive Michael, Jason, Freddy. Uh, Hellraiser definitely could. That would be great, but I think that's a little too expensive. No. I think the Hewitt family dealing with a biker gang
1: like, they kill the wrong gang, and then this ultimate gang gangs Hell's up. Hells Angels show up. would be up. <laughs> awesome, because
0: you would see the Sori family have to go on the defensive. Yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, we kind of see that in the next one that we're, we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll about. talk about that. But, uh, you know, going back to the Hollywood money thing, I I never will understand why sequels are always so much more costly. Yeah. This movie does not look... It does not have more things than the the original, the, the first one. Yeah, the because we talked about the first
1: one being what nine to nine point five. Let's say ten million dollars for the first one, and, this and one they was 16, doubled
0: it. Yeah, this was eighteen. Yeah, almost 16, twenty, almost 20, twenty million bucks. So it's like, where where did that money go? Okay, well, we had spent three million on securing the rights. Why? It was three years later. Usually, deals like the problem right now with Friday Thirteenth and the hold up and the tie up is okay. New Line had the rights. To Jason. Then they kind of acquired the rights to Friday the 13th name because that's how we got the remake. Yeah. But the name and Jason character reverted back to Paramount if they did not capitalize on the remake by making a sequel. And this is Five Years Passed. Paramount got it back. Now that Paramount has it, they were like, oh, we're we have to immediately release it, or it goes back to New Line. So they keep playing shuffleboard with this character. Yeah. But now, you know, they release the game. So they hit that five-year bench. They've got five more years to do something. So they planned the sequel to the 2009 remake, and now they're tied up in litigation because the original writer, Victor Miller, was like, hey, this is my fucking property. Sean Cunningham didn't have fuck all to do with this. I wrote it, and he's getting all the... You know, Sean Cunningham's worth, like, $20 million. This guy's And now where poor. we're at, as long as you have Jason. But you wrote Jason's mother. Yeah. You did not write Jason. Jason's the money man. Well, then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. As long as you own the rights to Jason,
1: that's where you need to go. Like, that's who gives a shit about the mom stuff? I mean, you can create a whole
0: other scenario. All you got to understand is he did the title. Friday the 13th. And then well, he then, wrote the script. Then
1: I guess we're going to wait. So, yeah. dude, we're going to... It's Honestly, right now where we're at, even if they wrote a script today, we're still looking at like, wow, you're going to wait 10 years. So, yeah, three to five years. I guess. So 2009 it. to 2019 until you see a fucking maybe a Friday 13th, 13th, 13th.
0: Well, that's the thing. This Victor Miller guy isn't very wealthy. I mean, he's probably got like a million bucks, but you're going to spend every penny trying to fight this case you're because Sean Cunningham and Paramount, they have... Well, Paramount, they have infinite Deep pockets, money. pockets, yeah. Like, Good and luck. We'll tie you up in litigation for 10 years. And
1: I guess we're going to stop. What's going to
0: happen is they'll reach an out-court settlement.
1: And they'll give him the right money amount, and he'll be, that's it. And that'll be it. Yeah.
0: And then we'll get a new movie.
1: Because I'm pretty sure this guy's not thinking about himself. He's th- he's securing a legacy for his yeah. fucking family and then some.
0: And I agree. Sean Cunningham had Jack fuck all, besides directing it. Yeah. He's making fucking terrible B-rated comedies.
1: And as much as I can talk shit about it, I say fight for it. Because if you have any purpose in this life, it's fight for your art. Because, I mean, that's something that, I mean, a fucking typo costs Ramiro God knows what. $60 Because he is the creator of zombies. I don't give a shit what you do with the zombie world. Everything that you see with a zombie should be, you know, uh, based on a property that George A. Romero created for us. Because I get white zombie. I get all that stuff. I get it's voodoo like zombie. I get all that stuff. But when you make flesh eating ghouls and cliche they have, the of the living dead, walking dead, Z nation, and you know that shit, live, it's yeah. all goes back to Romero. And for Romero to get kind of cast out and not be given that just deserve financially for what he created. I mean,
0: he had quite a bit of money, but he could have been, he could have been probably a billionaire. And then some. Yeah. I mean I, I think there's Think a, of how many fucking zombie movies
1: there are. I'm I, I wonder, but I wonder deep down inside is like does it I mean just having having you know you, you created that just give me the notoriety for what I did you know it's like financial stuff would be the, the icing on the cake That's the nice thing though
0: is the horror fans
1: They respect him as a, you know, the Godfather the moon, yeah. but but when we went through his filmography and stuff you see the hits and misses yeah just like Carpenter. That's you know. all he
0: ever wanted to make was just zombie. Hey, you know, this was my genre. This is what I created. And uh, it's sad how Hollywood ushers you in and takes your ideas and then pushes you out. Like yeah. Carpenter with Halloween, he only got paid 30 grand for it. Yeah. And then everything's
1: just run away from
0: him. Now, you know, he's getting residuals and everything, but when they asked him back to do H2O the 20 years later with Jamie Lee, Carpenter said, Look, <laughs> pay me 10 million. <laughs> and I'll never bring up this bullshit again. I just want what's due. You guys have made almost $500 million off this. Give me $10 million. Yeah. And they fucking straight up blew a raspberry in his face. Yeah. The CODs are still... Yeah, those fucking cocks.
1: And that's the thing. I mean, if you're the right kind of person, and you come in with the right money at the right time, I
0: mean, you're securing something that's just pure Americana. The only person I know that was able to hold all rights was... Uh, Quarantino. <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, uh, George Lucas. Oh yeah, Lucas, of course. I will never. I will sell you percentage points in the Star Wars franchise, but I will never sign over the rights. Because
1: he basically used them what, for distribution
0: deals. Yeah. Or financial. So he'd be like, you get You get X amount of the profit. Yeah. You know, and 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 any profit you get, uh, you'll automatically have a deal. To where you can produce more, but it's all mine. Yeah, this is my intellectual. And property. Disney will fucking. I mean, and yeah, I mean, it took Disney to come up to him and be like, "Here's four billion, billion dollars." Yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> and, and then the you see Lucas. But like, I think he even. I think he still hung on to part. I'm pretty per, sure there's percentage so, parts of so. the toy line. I hope so.
1: There's something he's got to have. He doesn't get anything to, for the movies.
0: Gotcha. But for the toy. Toil- the Star Wars universe toy line. I think he gets percentage. That's on cool. So, but yeah, I mean, look, the guy held on to his property. I mean, Star Wars is fucking classic, but he held on to his property, and dude's worth like eight billion dollars now. Like, that's why I'm curious. Hello.
1: I want to see the new Halloween next year because it's really I'm
0: very uh, Danny McBride. McBride.
1: I'm. Uh, he you know, sta- he talks the talk, but I mean, until we see a, a screenplay or. I want to see
0: how they're shooting this. True. And I never thought much of Danny McBride other than a really funny character actor. You know, like, uh, what's that? Powers. uh, Yeah. The TV show. Yeah, he's found out. He also does Vice Principals. Yeah, And then fucking, you know, seeing him every now and then in a movie like uh, Tropic Thunder and shit. But Alien Covenant really turned me around on that guy. But I because he's a good actor. But nothing
1: warrants the idea that he's going to be a strong. Like even yeah, Seth, nothing warrants it. Yeah, even Seth Rogen being a good producer now. He's doing Preacher. He just secured a with a rights with Hulu that they're going to do the Boys graphic novel tour, yeah. a comic book series. It's like I get that these guys have this love and like some of our you know our our strong interests. We
0: we'll see. Because look, the last writers for all these movies were not fans. They yeah. were money, you know, grabbers. It's like, uh, wait, was it? Yeah, it was a Nightmare on Elm Street. The guy, the writer for that wrote a, a, a seven prequel that was amazing, but yeah. would never get made. And then, oh, here, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh,
1: okay. but that's what I like to see, though. If I see Jordan Pill come up with something original like Get Out, mm-hmm. and then you're telling me that he's going to do a new reboot for Psycho. I have. what? I'm, I'm saying oh. if. <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying you have a baseline to say, hey, you know what? I got faith in him because he came up with this story. It's an original trick, idea. Yeah. You have something to stand on. McBride doesn't have like, oh, you know, he did that, that one movie in that in high school with yeah, the no. fucking, you know. The he doesn't have the
0: credentials. But what the this, this, this cinch is, is that Carpenter's helping him.
1: Yeah, to an extent. He's a producer and that's a producer. No, no, no. He's
0: actually helping on the story. Oh, he's doing Yeah, that. he's helping with story. and see I haven't seen any of this. And yeah. until I do see it, it's like it's Dan McBride, some other uh, I know they guy's just popo- I know they just postponed
1: game. starting shooting. They're yeah, pushing it till next year. July 18- I watched
0: it, I didn't watch an interview with Danny McBride and he said uh, you know, carpenters actually came in quite a few times and helped them along with yeah, plot lines.
1: He, yeah, but that's the thing I gotta see because right now carpenter's touring. Carpenters touring a lot actually, yeah. and McBride. I mean, hopefully he's just knee deep in production because I know they were supposed to start shooting in October. They haven't started shooting.
0: Well, no, they haven't they, shot one single fucking. No, what frame. they probably did uh, before Carpenter went on tour was they probably did a uh, outline and a uh, what the fuck? Do they yeah, they're call going that? into
1: production. They have outline. They have script. They have everything. No, it's, no, I'm
0: saying like. You know, now that Carpenter's taken off, now Danny McBride and this guy are probably just doing uh, uh, dialogue. No, like that's that's all. Gotta if they're gonna shoot frames, dialogues, everything's no, everything's you can go solid. In with the treatment and get greenlit. Yeah, but if you're gonna start shooting, like you said, it's not shooting. It's not shooting. That's so, what
1: tells Tells me there's very kink so in production.
0: Pro- no, they're probably still just writing it. Yeah, because you can go in with an idea and they go, yeah, it's greenlit. Go ahead and start writing it. You literally, when you go to Hollywood, you give them a treatment, which is about a twenty-page thing about what this is going to be. About. Yeah, but you, all right, you
1: didn't write. You wrote me a treatment. Do I know what sets the bill? Do what? I know where we're shooting? Do I know our shooting locations? It's like no, you. You. They have something in place. That's well, where that they're...
0: comes after after you finish the script, because then you have to do. Series but you just said they're writing it still. No, I don't if know they're if they're, gonna, they're writing. it But that's it what I'm
1: saying. From what I've read,
0: I'm I'm speculating that I gotcha. When Carpenter and them were together, they did. Plot outline, yeah. and now that Carpenter's on tour, Danny and this other guy are filling in the dialogue and the blanks. And then once that script's done, they take it. The studio either has them do rewrites, which more than likely will happen. It always happens.
1: From what I've read, McBride just said he he hopes he doesn't fuck it up, and I hope he doesn't fuck it up because he doesn't want to, hope He's to fuck it up fan. for fans. And that's the thing, because I mean, you've heard Daniel Harris was fighting to come back as fucking um, fuck. I forget her name already, Annie. Is it any?
0: Well, there's Jamie. She's gonna oh, she was going to come back as Jamie. Lee she wanted
1: Curtis? to put. She wanted to come in with Jamie, and replay that. that makes me nervous because Jamie is that Lee Curtis brought from,
0: Jamie Lee Curtis back, so and like, Judy
1: Greer's playing her daughter. But Daniel Harris wanted to portray the Jamie character again within this new sequel. But obviously, I guess she's that my support that, that, that got Daniel. shot down. I guess because they didn't write her in.
0: Fuck. Yeah. From what I've read, she'd be the only person to play three different roles. That'd be awesome. Well to come back as Jamie, that'd be awesome. That would be I, I love Danielle here, so anything she like does you know, yeah, wants to do, I'm I'm usually for it. I'm
1: curious to see it. That's the that's the main thing I'm on this like big fucking thing about because it's like you know, it it's a it's gonna it's gonna tell if we need to go back to Jason. It's gonna tell us if we need to go back to we do need Leather to go Grace. back to
0: Jason. And I don't know if you got to read uh I think I sent it to you guys in a text. One day, but the uh, yeah the, the treatment from um, Aaron Wozniowski or whatever the yeah. hell from Prisoners that wrote the treatment or wrote wrote the uh, outline and screenplay for the new Friday that was supposed to get made. I was I really wanted to see that. Yeah, does that? I read it and I was just like, that sounds so fucking fun.
1: I read the synopsis; it
0: interesting. But this whole
1: shit where they're talking about Jason being a fucking deadite and all that kind of crap. I'm like, Jesus. Well, that wasn't his. No, but it's already been... That was the other guys. It's already been portrayed like, oh, he... Since... I
0: don't know. The nev- I did actually just watch the a, a YouTube thing saying that, that... I was like, God damn it. That Jason and Ash are connected. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, he's a deadite. I'm like, well, yeah, come on. Yeah. Come I was on. like, God damn
1: it. Don't start crossing the streams. If out, anything,
0: man. he's a fucking zombie and give fucking George Romero money. <laughs>
1: That'd be awesome. Like, he's <laughs> yeah. like the ultimate bub that's just unstoppable. Yeah. Maybe he got sprayed with trioxin. From where kind of we did. Yeah.
0: I mean, it did rain a lot in Crystal Lake. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> All right. So until uh, next episode when we cover Texas Chase Massacre 3D and the 2017 Leatherface, this is Jeff. This is me.
0: on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.